Welcome to Franklin Covey's Be A Better Leader series. I'm honored to be your host. My name is Lena Rinne, and I serve as the Vice President of Consulting for Franklin Covey. On this season of Be A Better Leader, we're discussing how to be more successful as leaders. In this episode, we're breaking down the old, outdated ways of leadership and focusing on a more relevant, timely style of leadership, becoming a trust and inspire leader. We're going to discuss why this shift in leadership style is crucial to the success of your organization and team, and how it can solve some of the biggest challenges that leaders are facing today. With us here is Stephen M. R. Covey, best-selling author and expert thought leader of this episode's topic, to discuss how leaders can become trust and inspire leaders and transform their teams and organization. Stephen, once again, welcome. Well, thank you, Lena. It's wonderful to be with you today. Really excited. Thanks, Stephen. As always, such a pleasure. So we've been talking a lot about a new and more relevant way to lead. So trust and inspire leadership. We know that it's a paradigm that flows from a set of fundamental beliefs in the potential and in the greatness inside of people. In our first episode, we talked about the idea that there is potential in everyone. And then in our second episode, we talked about the idea that we are whole people. This whole trust and inspire leadership, it shifts away from command and control leadership, and it encourages us building trust, inspiring, and unleashing our teams. Stephen, I'm interested in hearing about another fundamental belief of trust and inspire leadership. Can you tell us about yet another belief? Yes. So the first two I've talked about, the seeing the greatness inside of people, seeing people as whole people, those are fundamental beliefs about people, a more relevant, more complete, more whole map of the territory, if you will. People being the territory, the paradigm, the belief being the map. So let me describe now a fundamental belief about leadership and what leadership is, because that's also vital, is not only how we see people, but how we see leadership. Yeah, our own and one role. of the fundamental yeah. beliefs that I think is critical is, the, is this idea that, that leadership is intentional influence and that enduring influence, leadership, enduring influence is created from the inside out as opposed to outside in. So enduring influence is created from the inside out. Now, if I buy that, as a leader, if I, if I believe that, then my job as a leader is to go first, to lead out. Someone needs to go first. Leaders go first. So they're the first to demonstrate respect when they want to see more respect on the team in the culture. They're the first to create transparency when they want to see more transparency, you know, you know, in the relationship or on the team, they're the first to listen when they don't, when people are not feeling heard or understood. And they're even the first to extend trust when people don't feel trusted. Yeah. That's the whole idea is that enduring influence is created from the inside out. If you buy that inside out, as opposed to outside in, then someone needs to go first. That's what a leader does. Leaders go first. They take that yeah. risk, they lead out and they model it for everyone else to follow. That's the basic premise. I think that belief about leadership is critical because too many view leadership as kind of outside in 
um, message, uh, playing with um, structures and systems and the like. And I'm saying, not ultimately, it's inside out, starting with ourselves and our modeling of the behavior of the values that we espouse. What really resonates with me is that go first as a leader is an action. Like it, it inspires action. You know, one of the analogies that you make with go first as a leader is you talk about a body of water. Can you give that analogy? For me, that really resonated. Yeah, it's the ripple effect metaphor. So you think of a drop of water coming down and hitting then the, the body of water, there, that ripple effect where there's an initial wave that then ripples out to other waves. The very first wave where this all begins is with ourselves. It then ripples out from ourselves to our relationships. That's the next wave. It then ripples out from there to our teams, our groups, our organizations, however we might define them. If I'm a leader of a team, it could be my team. If I'm the head of a department, it could be my department. It then ripples out from there to our stakeholders, to our market. That could be suppliers and distributors and customers and clients. It then ripples out from there to our communities and to all society. So I kind of went through a process of of a drop of water coming down into a body of water and then rippling out, starting at the inside with ourself and rippling out ultimately to society. But I went yes. from self to relationship, to team, to organization, to customers and partners, stakeholders, to society, inside yes. out. And that's the whole idea. It's so powerful. Is, yeah, it is simple, but not easy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it is very powerful. But, you know, so another another way of saying this inside out is look in the mirror as opposed to looking out the window. See, outside in, I look out the window and I point the finger and say, they need to change. She needs to change. He needs to change. They do this, that. That's outside in. Inside out is I look in the mirror. What can I do to be the kind of leader that people want to follow? You know, not... How yes. come my boss doesn't change and become a leader? I want to follow. Then what can I do? So inside <laughs> out. Uh, you, sometimes it's just so much easier to point the finger, though. <laughs> and natural. But it's not the effect we want. Yeah, yes. And I'll tell you, Stephen, as I've worked with leaders, what, what this ripple effect, the reason why it resonates so much with me is I think leaders I've worked with, even in, even in this trust content that you developed, they sometimes very much underestimate the impact that they can have, both both high trust impact and low trust impact. They just don't see that it ripples out so strongly, even with just that one little drop. And in the book, in your new book, which amazing read, you give the example of Janita. Can you share that ripple and, and how Janita had impact? Yeah, Janita was an extraordinary trust and inspire leader because she believed that enduring influence was created from the inside out and she went first. So she was part of a team. She was a middle manager, not even a, one of the senior level executives, but a very influential um, manager. And she felt like that what we were doing with them, we were working with their team on this, this um, trust methodology. She felt like this was really important for the whole company. And, and um, rather than trying to go in and try to persuade the boss, uh, the CEO, here's what she did. She started with her team. And she built an extraordinary team, a high trust team that was both getting results, but doing it in the way that created trust. 
And so their, her engagement scores for her team were off the charts, you know, different than everybody else's, as well as her performance was extraordinary. And because she came from the HR function, her team tends to work with a lot of other teams. And so her team got really good at building this trust. They became great trusted partners as they worked with the business units. And the business unit leaders would see that, boy, what are you, you know, I really love working with you. Tell me what you're doing because this is working so well. And they say, well, we've learned how to build trust starting with ourselves and build it. And when we build it with ourselves first and we build it within our relationships and when we build it on our team, it becomes easier, more natural, and more abundant to now build trust with our stakeholders that we're serving. So they began to build trust there. And that's what we're doing with you. And then the, inevitably, the, the leader of the business unit would say, well, this is really good. I like it. And don't we need this for our organization too? This kind of approach, this kind of methodology? And, and they would say, yes, absolutely. And then they would bring it in there and bring it in there. And then pretty soon, these direct reports to the CEO were starting to come to the CEO with this trust approach and methodology. And the CEO started to ask, what are you doing? Because it's working <laughs> and you're getting results, but look at your engagement scores and look at the culture that you built. And they would explain to the CEO, well, we're using this trust approach, this methodology. Ultimately, the CEO, long story made short, says, we need this for the whole company. And they took this approach to all 45,000 people. Everyone got it. You know, someone from the outside might look and say, well, I wish we had a CEO like that, yeah. that got it, and that took it to everyone. And I say, ah, don't wait for that CEO. Become like Janita, the ripple in the pond who rippled within her circle of influence, but rippled so significantly, so profoundly that she not only impacted her team, but she rippled out mm -hmm. and then up and ultimately throughout the entire organization, the power of what one person can do working from the inside out and going first. Janita went first. She didn't wait on the CEO. She didn't wait, wait on anybody. She let out and modeled this and literally rippled out. It's a profound um, outcome. It doesn't always work that way. Yeah. But even if all you can do is impact your team, that is the right place to start. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I, what I appreciate so much about what you're saying is certainly we have watchers and listeners who feel stuck, right? They're, they're in heavy command and control cultures, maybe not even the enlightened command and control, but heavy command and control. And I just love your encouragement of saying, just go first. That's what this is about, simply going first. And the example of Danita is really powerful as well. Absolutely. So can we talk um, as we wrap up, what, how, how does this behavior, this just go first, the inside out, that ripple, how does it help a leader become successful in their organization? Because what they'll be doing is they'll be modeling. There'll be a model that will give them credibility. It will give them a sense of even moral authority, not just the formal position, but they'll have real influence because of who they are. And, and, um, and, and that they, they're, they're, they're authentic, they're real, and they're modeling. They're going first. So they're the first to model humility and courage. They're the first to model authenticity and even to model vulnerability. And that, that really builds trust is when you're authentic and you're real. And, in, you know, authentic means real. Vulnerability means I can see into how real you are. I love the word intimacy into me see and so the idea of being vulnerable i model that i go first and when the leader does that it makes it safe for everyone else to do it that builds trust 
And, and so my whole point is, if you are going first, if you're modeling the behavior, modeling the values, modeling what you want to see, then that is the greatest form of influence there is. And, and um, you know, the, 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 the pyramid of influence of you start with modeling the example, then the relationship, and then the out- outward teaching. Well, modeling is seen, relationship is felt, and teaching is heard. But people tend not to hear and feel until they first see. And, 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 and uh, when they see that model, that example, that inspires. And that's what you can do as a leader. And the whole premise is you don't have to wait on anybody else. Yeah. You can go first. Our tendency is to want to go outside in and wait on everybody else. And we might need other people to do it, but they need to see a model. You can become that model. You can go first. And in doing so, you'll not only set the, you know, you'll not only set the stage for others to reciprocate and respond in time, you will build your own credibility mm-hmm. that will be so powerful that you'll be operating in a different plane in your leadership because of who you are as a person speaks so loudly. And it is a huge asset, a huge advantage. That's what is possible for the leader that goes first. And leadership really is an extraordinary position, as you mentioned. And that's true whether it's formal or informal leadership. So much of what you're talking about is powerful because it doesn't require a formal leadership. You don't have to be the CEO. You can, in an informal way, you can go first and still have that inside out effect. This is really powerful stuff. Yeah, let me just add to that. You're exactly right, Lena. Leadership is a choice, not a position. And so I might be a member of a team, not the team leader. I might be a team member and I could still go first. I can model. And that enduring influence will be created from my modeling from the inside out. And in that respect, I am a leader. That's right. Leadership is not supervising people. It is the way we lead our lives and anyone can be a leader. It is a choice, not a position. Leaders go first and then we're all leaders. Beautifully said. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks so much for your time today. We appreciate your insights, your thoughts, your new book. Thank you for all the great work that you do. Wonderful to so, be with you, Lena. Thanks, Stephen. So for those watching and listening, as you think about leaders in your organization, or if you are a formal leader yourself, ask, how are people responding to my leadership? And am I doing all that I can to model this? Am I going first? Am I inside out approach? Am I having that ripple effect? And what actions can you take today to go first? For more helpful resources on becoming a trust and inspire leader, visit us at franklincovey.com.